Another presidential candidate is jumping on the tournament's bandwagon. Hi, I'm Philip Lumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the tournament's movement for the week of April 10th, 2023. Your sanctuary from partisan politics. The successful entrepreneur and author of Woke Incorporated, Vivek Ramaswamy, has signed the U.S. tournament's presidential pledge. To wit, he pledges... I, Vivek Ramaswamy, pledge that as President of the United States, I will champion congressional passage and state ratification of an amendment to the U.S. Constitution that would set a two-term limit on services in the U.S. Senate and a three-term limit on service in the U.S. House. This move follows the pronouncements by former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and Florida Governor and presumed presidential candidate Ron DeSantis, who both feature congressional tournaments prominently in their past political life, and in their current campaigns. Thank you, Vivek. Now, regular listeners of No Uncertain Terms may recall that I took Mr. Ramaswamy to task uh, for responding to Nikki Haley's clear call for congressional tournaments with a yes-but answer. That is, a politician will sometimes say, yes, of course we all love tournaments, but what we really need is fill-in-the-blank. This is usually a dead giveaway that the politician doesn't really support tournaments, but wants to curry favor in the room, and is just obscuring things. Now, Ramaswamy seemed to do exactly this when he tweeted, in response to Nikki Haley's repeated pronouncements about tournaments, that, quote, I like your idea of tournaments for elected officials, but what we really need is sunset clauses for the actual cancer in the government, the managerial bureaucracy, close quote. All right, well... In light of Vivek's pledge signing, I am much more confident that Mr. Ramaswamy is a true supporter of term limits. I mean, after all, he's putting pen to paper here on a very specific constitutional amendment that is currently introduced in the House and Senate and is uh, presumably going to be voted on in this session of Congress, according to a promise by House Speaker McCarthy. Now, he did write, in the margins of this pledge (laughs) that he would like to go further and limit the bureaucracy. Well, okay, we can agree or disagree about that, but the point is he made it clear that this view of his regarding the bureaucracy is in addition to the U.S. term limits amendment and not instead of it. So thank you very much, Vivek Ramaswamy. We welcome you aboard, and we hope you play a prominent role in the upcoming presidential primaries as a voice Uh, for this amendment, which you have pledged to support as president. Viva Vivek! Next, a little bit of an oddball story. In fact, I'm not sure what to make of it. We've chronicled on these podcasts cases where prominent term limits opponents, politicians basically, have been exposed as corrupt and convicted of serious crimes. You can go to YouTube and find these stories under the moniker Corruption Chronicles. You'll find a rogues gallery of anti-term limits crooks including former Speaker of the Illinois House, Representative Michael Madigan, Kentucky House Representative Robert Gofort, Senator John Woods of Arkansas, Tennessee House Representative T.J. Cox, Tennessee House Speaker Glenn Casada, former, <laughs> former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder, North Dakota Senator Ray Holmberg. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sh- Chicago Alderman Ed Burke, New Jersey U.S. Senator Bob Menendez, Michigan House Speaker Lee Chatfield. I mean, there's so many cases of people that have a self-interest in opposing tournaments who turn out to be 
active opponents of tournaments and for the reason that they resent attempts to limit their corruption. All right, it's a commonly recurring phenomenon and the reason for it is quite clear. But here's a story about an anti-tournaments activist who's not even a politician, although he swims in many of the same polluted channels. This is Robert Owens. He's a field director and speaker for the John Birch Society. He was indicted on six felony counts of felony theft by a grand jury in Delaware last week, just after being suspended for misconduct by the Ohio Supreme Court. The Ohio Board of Professional Conduct accused Owens of, quote, deceitful and dishonest conduct, failing to communicate, and failing to provide a timely refund to four separate clients, close quote. Uh, More specifically, Owens is alleged to have accepted retainers from clients and then ignoring them, going back to 2019. He was also suspended briefly in 2018. The criminal indictment handed down Thursday includes six cases of misconduct, five of which resulted in fifth-degree felony theft charges, and one that was a fourth-degree felony theft charge. Um, It's not clear yet why there's two additional cases, not just four, but I guess we'll find out soon. And each of the cases took place between 2019 and 2020, and the victim's losses range from as little as $1,700 to as much as $103,000. Now, at U.S. tournaments, we don't know Robert Owens from his felonious activities, but instead from his lobbying efforts in opposition to tournaments, in opposition to enacting tournaments via an Article 5 amendment proposing convention. Now, you can go to YouTube to find his conspiratorial rants against the use of this constitutional provision, and he's testified against us um, in front of legislatures as well. Well, if he won't be practicing law, it looks like Owens will have more time on his hands now to undermine faith in the Constitution and also undermine citizens' efforts to enact tournaments on Congress. But I guess if these charges are correct, he wasn't practicing law anyway. (laughs) He was just pocketing retainers. Next. In this week's breaking news on term limits, Holly Robichaud gives us a roundup on recent term limits news. Here's some excerpts. Hi, I'm Holly Robichaud, and this is breaking news on term limits. We're pleased to welcome Sharon Jackson as our new Alaska State Chair. We've got great news coming out of Congress. House Joint Resolution 11, sponsored by Representative Ralph Norman, now has 82 co-sponsors. That's right, 82. We're gaining sponsors every single week. We're so thrilled that this week, Representatives Matt Rosendale of Montana, Randy Feenstra of Iowa, Jake Elzey of Texas, John Durant of California and Thomas Tiffany of Wisconsin have all signed on board. We're well on our way to getting 100 co-sponsors. We've got some good news and some bad news coming out of the states this week. In Pennsylvania, State Representative Ryan McKenzie has filed House Resolution 37 calling for a national term limits amendment. His resolution already has nine co-sponsors. And in New Hampshire, well, We lost the vote, 145 to 224. We've got to do some work in New Hampshire. Remember, call your legislators and tell them to get on board with congressional term limits. We've got to bypass Congress to get this passed. Now it's time for the corrupt politician of the week. It's former House Speaker Michael Madigan. 
Madigan served in the State House from 1971 to 2021. That's 50 years. He served as Illinois House Speaker for 36 years. He was considered one of the most powerful politicians, not just in Illinois, but in the nation. During that time period, public corruption, ethics complaints, taxes, and public debt skyrocketed. Obviously, he's no fan of term limits. He became a political liability as the House of Cards collapsed around him. Confidence of his were indicted. He was forced to step aside as Speaker, but he continued to stay in the State House until 2021, when the Federal Department of Justice began investigating him. In March 2022, the federal government charged him with 22 counts of racketeering and bribery for his alleged improper dealings with the state's largest utility company, ComEd. Prosecutors further alleged that he used political power to unlawfully steer businesses to his private law firm. In October 2022, prosecutors filed an indictment that charged Madigan with conspiracy related to alleged corruption scheme involving Illinois' AT&T. And now the man who oversaw much of Illinois' ethics laws and is challenging his own indictment by saying the state's bribery and official misconduct statutes are unconstitutional. That's right, the very laws that were passed when he was Speaker of the House and that later in, he was indicted on, he is now claiming are unconstitutional. I couldn't think of a better person to be our poster child for our term limits this week. In North Dakota, we're calling out Representative Jim Casper. He's broken his promise to his constituents by introducing House Concurrent Resolution 3019, an amendment to repeal the just-approved eight-year term limits and replace them with 12-year term limits. Last November, North Dakota voted for term limits for the legislature and the governor, and just like that, Casper's seeking to undermine the will of the people. What is especially outrageous is that Casper pledged to his constituents during his campaign in 2020, he would support eight-year term limits for the State House. Now he's broken his promise to the people. Hold him accountable. To follow Holly's video reports, go to youtube.com slash U.S. Term Limits. In our last podcast, we chronicled the successful floor votes in the House of three states, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Oklahoma. Having won the House, all three now have been introduced and are proceeding in their respective Senates. Be sure to go to tournaments.com slash take action so that you can weigh in if you live in any of these states. Very important. Please do it right now. Plus, the Tournaments Convention has been introduced in some additional states. Holly mentioned Pennsylvania. Also last week, the Alaska State House has filed House Joint Resolution, that's HJR 13, sponsored by Representative Tom McKay and co-sponsored by Representative Frank Tomaszewski. There are four Alaska state lawmakers in the current legislature who have committed their support to this resolution by signing the tournament's pledge. According to the most recent polling by Voice Broadcasting, 88% of the voters in Alaska favor a constitutional amendment that would place tournaments on members of Congress. In addition, 90% of the voters would want their state senator or representative to vote yes on an amendment for tournaments on Congress. Now, term limits polling always looks good, but 90%? In a time of political division, there is no other issue that brings Americans together like term limits. This is a public service announcement. Leon Drolet, 
is a former state legislator in Michigan and currently the treasurer for Macomb County. He supports term limits for many reasons, but in this op-ed from a few years back, he makes the case from a very personal point of view. According to Drolette, there are arguments for and against term limits, but as a former legislative staffer who was later elected to the state house, allow me to explain why term limits are actually healthy for the very lawmakers who most stridently oppose them. When a person is elected to the legislature, strange things happen to them. They get called honorable every day. Suddenly, every joke they tell that bombed at past Thanksgiving dinners is deemed hilarious by their staff in the lobby corps. And instantly, they are incredibly popular and important people want to take them golfing and to sporting events. Every week, lawmakers are exalted guests at dinners, hosted by organizations presenting them with such honors as the Michigan Chemical Council Lawmaker of the Year Award. There's a stereotype that politicians lie a lot. What people don't consider is that politicians are lied to every day in the capital bubble because careers there are built around making friends with politicians. Lobbyists, bureaucrats, and staffers flatter lawmakers by telling them that their flawed policy ideas are actually brilliant. This culture of extreme deference results in legislators losing track of their sense of responsibility. When a committee chair decides to cancel a scheduled public meeting on a proposed legislation, the lobbyists that rounded up everyday people to testify on the bill lie. They tell the chair that his or her last-minute cancellation, oh, that's fine, and that they are happy to reschedule. Despite the fact that the citizens wanting to testify traveled long distances and skipped work and other important obligations to attend. Years and years of being lied to on a daily basis contorts minds. Rarely being told when they are wrong leads politicians to losing track of what it means to be responsible for their own actions. Being a superstar in a political bubble surrounded by sycophants erodes one's ability to perceive reality. Where states have term limits, it is painful for politicians. The dream of living in their eternal Disneyland comes crashing at its end. But it would help elected officials by forcing them back into the real world for a chance to reclaim their humility and their sense of responsibility. Qualities stripped away by a system destined to warp anyone's mind. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Uncertain Terms. The Turn Limits Convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the Turn Limits movement. To check on the status of the Turn Limits Convention resolution in your state, go to turnlimits.com slash take action. There, you will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a take action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators, urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's turnlimits.com slash take action. If your state has already passed the Turn Limits Convention resolution, or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help. Please consider making a contribution to U.S. Term Limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. Find us on most social media at US Term Limits. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and now LinkedIn.
U-S-T-L. Yeah.